The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgallonpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgallonpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. A win to set up a group decider in Spain next week. That's the order of the day for United. But the struggle to get past Amonia Nicosia last time out will surely puncture any complacency tonight. Lindelof. Chips a dangerous ball in. Fernandez is there. Not a down. Ronaldo! Big save by Kobal. And I have to say, Ronaldo's got a score there. We get fewer easier chances than that in the in this game. Still nil-nil. And United change that now. They have a corner. Right, left-hand side, Ericsson is going to swing this in. Ericsson takes headed in. Great time to score from Diogo Velo. His first goal of the season. And just his second goal for Manchester United. And the first time he's found the net at Old Trafford. Special for him. And United deservedly lead at half-time. But Diogo Delo wanted that, and it's a firm header planted right into the bottom corner from no more than six yards out. Smiling run by Ronaldo, McTominay, Eriksson, Luke Shaw, great header, Marcus Rashford wraps it up. 2-0, and United now laying down the law to the Sheriff. Fernandez. Chipped in towards Ronaldo! Good save, and again! Back in the team, back on the score sheet, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Great ball from Bruno. Yeah. And did well to thrash in the rebounds. Job done for Manchester United. 3 2, a decider in Spain next week. That's not necessarily true, that final statement. For Man United to win the group, they do need to win by two clear goals against Real Sociedad because Real Sociedad currently hold the head-to-head advantage and the goal difference if Man United were to only beat them by a single goal. You are listening to Bet MEFC. This is a preview of United's group decider against Real Sociedad and a look back at the Europa League campaign so far and a look ahead as to who could potentially win this competition now the Champions League places have been decided. You can follow BetMUFC on Twitter at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. It's at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network are on at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, my Twitter account is at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom, where every single Thursday when we do have Europa League action, I do post a Europa League show which closes out with a lock. And you should be able to get that tomorrow afternoon if you sign up over at lockbetting.com. So it's been a mixed bag in the Europa League. It started off poorly, losing that game against Real Sociedad, which has put Man United behind them throughout this entire group campaign. 
They lost that game by a single goal. It was a penalty that wasn't a penalty because the ball deflected off Diego Dallo's leg onto his hand and by the rules, that shouldn't be a penalty. And ultimately, that could end up costing Man U the group because it is quite an easy group on paper and Real Sociedad have gone on to win all of their other games. And not only that, they've been able to win them by a greater goal difference than Man United by one. Man United have made a meal of many games. The fact that they've played twice against Omnia Nicosia and only have a goal difference of plus two coming out of those games, winning 3-2 away from home, where they were 1-0 down at half-time, so it was very worrying for a bit, and then scrapping to a 1-0 home win, and that was almost even more worrying because we needed a 93rd-minute winner from Scott McTominay. That really is the reason why we are here against Sheriff. Man United have done what they were supposed to do. They won 2-0 away to Sheriff. They won 3-0 at home. Their games against Omnia away and Sheriff at home were the only times this season that Man United have scored more than two goals. And with their attack and with the way that Ten Hag has them playing and with the obvious improvement, Man United should be scoring more than two goals in more matches than just those two against the likes of Sheriff and Omnia. But as I said, against Omnia, that involved them turning on the style in the second half. And that was a game where people really began to question Cristiano Ronaldo, who's gone on to play in every single game in the Europa League so far, but has only delivered two goals, one from the penalty spot and the other one from open play last time out against Sheriff. He could not score in either of the games against Omnia. And as I said, that's when people started to have serious question marks about Ronaldo because at the start of the season, it was a case of, is he fit? Is he suffering from the fact he hasn't had a pre-season? And his performances in the Europa League, quite frankly, have been poor. When you're looking at the number of goals that Salah, Mbappe and Haaland have managed to score in Champions League, playing as many games as Ronaldo's played in the Europa League, it really is a disappointing return. And it'll be interesting to see if he comes back to continue Man United's Europa League campaign. Because Man United are definitely going to be still in the competition. We're already through. It's just a case of who wins the group. And the the rewards for winning the group, which we've outlined before on these shows, is the fact that you go straight through to the last 16. You sit there, you don't have to play an extra tie, and you go straight through to the last 16 as a group winner. But the teams who finish as runners-up will have to play a playoff against a Champions League third-place team as a result of finishing the runner-up in the group. Now, we know all of the teams who are coming into this competition via the Champions League. We've known for about a week that one of those teams was going to be Barcelona. In fact, we've known even longer than that that Barcelona would need a miracle off the back of their disappointing results against Inter Milan, where they lost away and drew at home, and that put Inter in a position where they just needed to beat Victoria Pleasant to qualify. So we knew already that Barcelona would be dropping into this competition. They will be joined by Ajax, by Leverkusen, who finished above Atletico Madrid, who are now completely out of Europe. I think that was the big upset from match day six. We know about Barcelona, Sporting Lisbon drop into the competition, RB Salzburg, Shakhtar Donetsk, Sevilla and Juventus. So Sevilla, they've been serial winners of this competition. Juve, Barcelona are the big names. Just behind them, we have Ajax and Bayer Leverkusen. So 
it is going to be difficult to get through against any one of these teams. But of course, if you're Man United and you do finish second in this group, your priority will be to avoid Barcelona. I'm not too worried about playing this current Juventus team. I do feel that Man United, as an as an English club who are challenging for the top four, should be able to get the win against Juve or any of the other teams. It's just Barcelona who I'd like to avoid. Barcelona come straight into this competition now as the second favourites to win it. The bookies still have Arsenal out at four to one, with Barca at five to one and Manchester United then at six to one. We have Ajax at twelve to one, Betis at fourteen to one, Sociedad sixteen to one, Leverkusen twenty five to one, Roma twenty five to one. Despite the fact that they need a result to qualify, they need to beat Ludogorets at home to qualify. Otherwise, they'll be dropping down to the Europa Conference League, which they won last season. Freiburg twenty five to one, Lazio twenty eight to one. Their qualifications are not confirmed either. Rennes thirty three to one, Sporting Lisbon thirty three to one, PSV 40, uh, 40 to one, Monaco fifty to one, and everybody else is sixty six to one or bigger. Now, once we know the final lineup, we will be doing another future show on the Europa League, but we're primarily here to concentrate on Manchester United and to see if there is any hope of them turning this group campaign around. Not that it's been a bad one because it has seen them win four games out of five, losing the other. So they have had a points return of 12 points out of 15. It's just been disappointing the way that they played against Omnia, Nicosia, not being able to put them to the sword in both of those two games and putting themselves in a position where they could lose a group to Real Sociedad, something that shouldn't be happening to this current Man United team when we're looking at um, trying to justify improvement under Ten Hag, which is clear but it isn't necessarily clear from their Europa League campaign so far. Before we preview the game against Sociedad, let me take this time out to tell you guys about WinBet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports bank and casino play with exclusive rewards right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. With WinBet, great odds, great promos, great payouts are happening right now. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, Wimbet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, this offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 4700 And finally, be sure to check out the Sports Gambling Podcast YouTube channel. The Sports Gambling Podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autograph, Lawrence Taylor, or autographed Brian Dawkins' jersey. The contest is completely free to enter. Subscribe to youtube.com slash podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Turn your notifications on so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. Before we finally move on to that Sociedad game, two of the talking points that came out of the Sheriff game were Ronaldo scoring 
he seemed to steal a lot of the headlines. A lot of that was down to him no longer using the Sioux celebration. He didn't use the Sioux celebration for his 700th goal. People thought it would return, but it didn't. He's gone to this um, this new celebration, which you can see for yourselves online on on YouTube or Twitter or whatever. Um, so that that was a lot of what was uh, being written about and commented on. Uh, Ten Hag obviously didn't talk about goal celebration, but he did talk about Ronaldo. And the other one was Anthony Spin, and many people were speculating as to whether he was subbed because of that and subsequently dropped against West Ham. So Ten Hag addresses both of those um, both of those happenings coming out of the game. And once we hear what Ten Hag has to say about that, we'll then move on to what Ten Hag has to say about the upcoming game against Sociedad. Yes, yeah. like you said, he kept going and the team kept going to put him in the right position. He kept going to get himself in the right position. He didn't give up. I think that is what his whole career, that's why he is so good. And in the end, he get the reward for it. I don't have a problem with that as long as it's functional. But so, um, so also from him, I demand, um, I demand more, hey, more runs behind, um, um, more often in the box, um, more followers and and more tempo dribbles, especially and more playing in the pocket. And so uh, we demand more dominance in this game. And when there now and then there is a trick like that, it's nice. As long as it's functional, if you're not losing the ball, if you're attracting plays, then it's okay. But it's um, it's a trick. Because of a trick, yeah, then I will correct him. So there you have it. He addressed those two things. Ronaldo first, Anthony second. I do believe that Anthony was injured. I don't think Ten Hag would take a player off and then not play him again at the weekend because of that. Would he take a player off? Maybe, but then would he not play him again at the weekend against West Ham and bring in Anthony Alanga? It's doubtful, but we'll see what happens moving forward. And we'll move forward now and look at the game against Real Sociedad. And we'll get a few comments from Eric Ten Hag about that before we break the game down. Neil. Um, Eric, uh, given how congested the fixtures will get because of the World Cup, how big is it for you to top the group and miss the next round, miss two games. Yeah, obviously it's important. Uh, um, we can win tomorrow night. We know what to do. We have to win and two goals difference. But finally, if you want to win the trophy, you have to win all the games. So we have to beat everyone. Hi, Eric. Uh, like to ask you, what difference do you see in your team from, or what has changed in your team from the team that we saw uh, in the game that Sociedad won in, in Old Trafford? And how do you think this result is going to have an incidence tomorrow? Uh, what was the second question? If it matters that Real Sociedad won over that you have to score two goals, if it matters in the respect you were going to have with Real Sociedad, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, it's uh, time ago, six weeks ago or so, and it's a different team. Um, that time, not all the players on the pitch uh, with us were that fit. I think we, we're growing 
at the last games. Uh, we develop, uh, we make so good progress, so we are confident, but we know it's difficult to win games here, but um, we like the challenge, and we know we have to win with two goals difference. So um, uh, we have a plan for that, and we do everything to get that done. Okay. Eric, uh, do you expect tomorrow one Real Sociedad team less proactive than usual because they don't need to, to win the game? I think their coach is, um, uh, he likes proactive football. He, their coach is uh, the philosophy and I like that they want to play. So and I think he will stick to that. But we have to read. If he has a different approach, we will adapt as well. But um, we know what to do. Uh, one at the back there. Hi, uh, Eric. Um, are these the sorts of games that you will learn most about your team, how far they have come um, since you took over as manager in terms of it's sort of been a knockout game in many respects? You said you want to win trophies. Uh, it's um, how far you come. I think you don't speak in autumn uh, about how far you come. It's... Uh, uh, you can't win anything in this moment in the season. And it's what, la like Casimiro tells, huh? it's game by game and we have to win every game. So based on that, if I read between the lines, I'm expecting a full strength United team tomorrow who are going to go for the two goal win. I don't think it's going to be a case of settling for second place. And that's probably why you do see Man United as Pretty strong favourites, given the first result and given the fact they're travelling away from home. I think the price of 6-5 to five plus 120 is pretty strong for Man United to go away to Sociedad and pick up the win. With the draw being at 12-5 to five and Sociedad being at 23-10. to 10. But what's probably most significant is the Asian handicap line where Manchester United are available at 7-2. to two to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line that they would need to cover to win the group. So essentially, it's 7-2 to two on Man United to win this group. And uh, if you look at Real Sociedad's odds, they are available at 1-5, to five, minus 500 to win the group from this position. So United do have a mountain to climb, according to the books. For me, I think the strongest play for this game would be to lay a little bit of juice on the under three. This is because, despite the fact that Ten Hag did give props to the Sociedad coach and said that he is an attack-minded coach, I don't think that will be the case tomorrow. I do think that he will try and sit in and protect, and therefore I don't think this game will get past the three-goal mark. The under two and a half goals is available at 10 to 11, with the over two and a half goals also at 10 to 11. And I think with the type of game this is going to be, it's difficult for me to see it reaching three goals. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that Man United won't go through. We can win this game by a two-goal scoreline and cash the under and still qualify. United come into this one with an unbeaten run of eight games, not losing since we started starting Casemiro in the team lineup. That's since the Derby Day defeat against Manchester City. We have won five of the last seven away games. And I think we can beat a Sociedad team here who are missing a few players. United have only conceded once in their last six outings in all competitions. And that was a Jorginho penalty in the draw against Chelsea. So we actually haven't conceded in open play in the last six. 
Meanwhile, Real Sociedad come into this one having failed to win half of their six home league games this season. And I think we can expect a strong team from Man United here against this Sociedad side who come into this one having lost back-to-back games against Real Valladolid and Real Betis in the Liga. Two teams you would argue that Man United are far stronger than. So the omens are good here for Manchester United to come out and get the win. I do think we'll be able to go to Spain and get the win. Whether we win by two goals or not, that remains to be seen. If it's going to be very, very tight and cagey for the first 45 minutes, that does reduce our chances. Ultimately, we need to be careful that Sociedad don't score against the run of play and we don't overexploit ourselves. But I think if Manchester United can get this first goal and go 1-0 up within the first 60 minutes of this game, that does set up a very, very interesting final 30 minutes where I think Sociedad could succumb to the pressure. So I'm not picking Manchester United to, to necessarily get through, but I don't think things are done and dusted here, despite the fact we sit at 7-2 to two to win this group. I do think Man United will get it done on the money line, and I also like under 2.5 goals, and I would think under 2.5 goals would be my strongest lean for this one, given that I think that Sociedad will sit back with eight or nine players and show very little attacking intent as much as uh, Eric Ten Hag wants to give credit to the coach. And that in itself may be a psychological ploy from Ten Hag. Perhaps he's playing mind games with that comment. Perhaps he's putting it into the Sociedad manager's head that do you really want to sit in and, and give this negative portrayal of yourself or do you want to come out and give us a game because that is what your true identity is. Is it a psychological ploy to to make Sociedad come out and give Man United a real game rather than taking a negative and pragmatic approach to the game and just trying not to lose by two goals? That's it for me and this edition of Bet MUFC. I'll be back at the weekends to preview Manchester United's trip to Aston Villa. Until then, good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening.